Okay, well uh, now what we're going to talk about is how to actually read what are called chord diagrams, sometimes called chord grids. Um, the other thing that we're going to kind of get as a side benefit of this is we're going to go ahead and learn the full versions of the E7, A7, and B7 chords that we played earlier. So basically a chord diagram or a, or a chord grid, I'm going to call them chord diagrams, it's what I'm, I'm more comfortable with. You'll notice that there are six lines by usually five or six lines. So uh, six lines across, and those actually represent the strings. And in fact, the chord diagram is really just a picture of the top of the neck. It, it might seem a little weird that you have to sort of you know, flip it mentally, but it, it's really not. You, you'll see it's, uh, it's pretty straightforward. So the first thing that you'll notice, let's take the E7 chord. You'll see that on the far, at the top of the far left line, there's a little uh, open circle at the top. And that indicates an open string. So that tells us that the, the sixth string is gonna be open. Now some chord diagrams will not put a little open circle there. They just won't put anything. And that actually indicates an open string. If, if you're not to play a string, you'll see an X, and we'll, we'll see that coming up here shortly. So you'll notice there's a dot on the fifth, from, from the left, it's the fifth string, but from the left, it's the second line over, okay? And you'll see that we have, across the top is what's, what represents the nut of the guitar. And then the first line below that represents the first fret, and the second line below that represents the second fret. So you notice that there's a dot between the first and the second frets. Well, that means a finger is supposed to go there between the first and the second frets, basically playing the second fret, okay? And you'll see down below that line there's a number two indicating that it's the second finger that is supposed to be there. So for our E7 chord, we're gonna need the second finger on the second fret of the fifth string. Sometimes you'll see chord diagrams, they won't have a dot, they'll actually have the number written or they'll have a dot with the number in the middle. Um, I think the most common when you go out and like buy a tab book or buy sheet music is that you'll see a smaller diagram and the numbers will be written down below. That in my experience is more common. So then on for our E7 chord, you'll notice that the third line from the left which is, represents the fourth string, has nothing written on it vertically, but it has the zero at the top to tell you that it's open. So the open fourth string. Then you'll see a dot on the third string at the first fret. And of course this one now, we're getting into the, to the version that we played earlier. And the top two strings are open. So our entire E7 chord we actually get to strum all six strings. That's pretty uncommon, believe it or not. Uh, only a few chords will, will utilize all six strings. So we have our middle finger at the second fret of the fifth string. The first finger is still like it was before on the first fret of the third string. And we strum them all. And there's E7. Okay, now if we bring up A7, you'll notice the first thing you see is over the vertical line on the far left, which again represents the sixth string, there's an X. So we are not going to strum 
the sixth string when we play A7. It just doesn't sound good, it doesn't belong. So we're gonna have the open fifth string, and you'll notice I always read these from left to right, which goes from low to high on my guitar. So we have the open fifth string, we have a dot at the second fret on the fourth string, and you'll see below that it says it's to, you're supposed to use the, the, the first finger. Fingerings on chord diagrams, by the way, are, are just suggestions. If you have a different fingering that you find, some people play A7 with the second and third fingers, some people play them with the first and second, first and third, second and fourth, whatever's comfortable. I'm, I'm giving you what's common and, and somewhat customary, uh, but if you find that it's really challenging for you and that some other fingers feel more comfortable, then by all means use it. So we're gonna have the first finger on the second fret of the fourth string. You'll see from the diagram that the third string will be open and the middle finger, again, just like it was before, will be on the second fret of the second string. So I'm gonna strum only from the fifth string to the first. If I notice if I were to add that sixth string, you get that sort of low rumble. It's not too bad on an A because there is actually an E note in that chord. But on some other chords, it would sound really, really bad. So let's, uh, let's talk about the B7 now. So if we bring up the B7, you'll see again, we're not gonna play the sixth string. So that one's out. We're gonna need all four fingers on this one. And you remember, this is why I said I'm, I, I had you use your third and fourth fingers from before. Going from, from left to right, on the fifth string, I have my middle finger at the second fret. And you can see the dot there on the second fret and there's the two written below it to indicate that it's the second finger. At the same time, I need my first finger on the fourth string, that's the next one over on the first fret. And you'll notice that I then put my third finger on the uh, third string just like it was before, open second string, just like it was before, and my pinky on the first string, just like it was before. So there's my B7 chord. So again, I have E7. I have A7. And I have B7. And that's how you read a chord diagram. Really not very complicated.